Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Welcome to the Craze Cast, the podcast run by the fans for the fans that brings you close to the action. My name is Rox, and today I'm joined by my fellow host, Jay. Oh, hello. Sorry, <laughs> you cut off a little bit on my end. Hello. To keep up with all our content, be sure to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, all at Craze Mag and YouTube The Craze. And if you're watching this on YouTube, before we begin, don't forget to like, comment, subscribe to our YouTube channel to catch our next episode and hit that bell for notifications for whenever we upload new videos. So today we haven't recorded in such a long time, but it's going to be a little spicy today, I believe. Yeah, um, we decided to uh, take one for the team here and do a a hot takes uh, episode with uh, responses from our team members. Uh, all of them will be anonymous. So no names. We're not giving away who said these things. Um, um, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Let me just preface it by this. We are the messengers. Please do not shoot the messengers. Don't shoot the messengers. <laughs> we are just reading them aloud. They are all anonymous and they will stay anonymous. And that's it, okay? These are just anonymous hot takes. Nothing will be revealed. You know, should any of the people want to come forward and admit who they are, fine. Sure, that is your call. But we are doing this anonymously to protect our um, the people who are submitting these. We actually don't know who submitted all of them because, they, like I said, they're anonymous. But please do not shoot the messengers, okay? Yeah, Please. for God's sake. <laughs> and just because we say something doesn't mean we agree with it also. Yeah. So. Right. But right. some of these things do need to be talked about, if you ask me. Right. Um, and we, like, literally, me and Roxy only looked at these today as in the morning. Like, these are something we haven't seen. We may not even agree with some of the topics that are um, that may come up. So this is all the first time we're looking at most of these. So please, 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 please do not shoot the messengers. We are just reading them aloud. They are anonymous. We don't know really who these come from. You know, we're not that tech savvy to find out which IP addresses are linked to this. Okay, so we're we're not on that level. So please just disclaimer do not shoot the messengers it's all anonymous please <laughs> so who should start off on reading um reading them should we uh, just go from the top yeah i'll do the first one i hope that both of ours are like the same they should yeah, be in I the same so. order right they should be yeah <laughs> okay let's find out um so The first one on mine says overseas interviewers, especially Western interviewers, need to do their jobs properly and do at least a little bit of research before talking to and about K-pop idols. Also, Western media needs to stop baiting people with K-pop in order to clout chase and or boost their ratings. Ooh, it is not in the same order. (laughs) Great. That's fine. We'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. It's okay. Um, I definitely agree that Western interviewers need to do better research. I think, you know, we come from a different place in terms or a unique place where, yes, we are fans, 
and we've been into this for quite some time. So like it comes also from a fan perspective, even though we're professional, you know, um, like seeing these other outlets and like sometimes we'll see like the same iterations of questions. And sometimes, sure, it may be the management that are like, no, keep this question in from past experience, you know, of what we had to deal with. Like, no, like they don't like some just want to keep it very simple, general like questions you've heard, but like, if you're going to be doing these in-depth pieces, I really do hope you are doing the research in order to really get to know this group. And you're just not like shooting off these questions that are just like, huh? Or like, if, like the, the favorite one when they go on TV, it's like, oh, do you have a girlfriend? Stop. <laughs> honestly, they're not going to tell you. They're not. Like, this this obviously shows that you don't know anything about like Korean idol culture because they're like not allowed to talk about that unless Dispatch yeah. decides that to they're going to reveal something. For them. Yeah. Right. Or I mean, JB just came out recently. I think he did that on his own, right? To good say for he you. had a girlfriend. Yes. Good for, good you, for you. Good for we you. And it. she's very pretty. Too. <laughs> and she's a content creator that does cool things. And I'm just like, good for you. You know, like on their own terms please and if they don't want to then like that's also why the interview part when they say it in the interview it's annoying it's because it's like most of the time it's not something they want to talk about yeah idols need their private lives so like you need to differentiate the idol culture between like the united states and korea because it's very different so when you take a western approach to these you know interviews it can come off very not okay. <laughs> like, in my opinion, anyway, right. it can come off very like insensitive. Right. And I think it's because we've also come in, like, we, we know, like, for years, what it is, what this is. So, like, it's kind of like, or they'll bring up like little topics from like their earlier years that I'm like, yes, we know that. Like, we know that. And I understand that they're trying to cater to a different audience that, you know, doesn't know who they are. But there's better ways to, like, pick or talk to this group that, like, sure, they may not know about this group, but you don't have to ask or say these certain things in order for, like, to make it palatable for a different audience. Like, you can still figure out ways to do that without having to have those types of questions or like comments. Like for example, asking RM about, you know, learning English through friends. We we all know that. Like, you know, I'd rather know like how, like aside from learning English from friends, how do you maintain that? I'd rather know like, how do you maintain, you know, you learning English and what do you do, you know, to make sure that, you know, you are in a level that you're comfortable with. I'd rather know that than it's just like, okay, it's overplayed that we, we know, we know a lot of other fans know, and, you know, you can just, or there's ways to blend the question into like, we know that you have learned English through friends. What else are you doing? You know, what else? Something that's just not that one liner of we know this information. Other outlets have asked already. Think of something new, please. In that's that also case. why I think like the reporters that know about K-pop are so important. Right. So like these Western outlets that have, 
you know, reporters, Tamar Herman, Lai Francis, Crystal Bell, all of those people are very important in bridging the gap because they have actual knowledge of like Korean media. So they're more likely to do something right. But at the same time, some of these Western outlets want more control over stuff. So they instead choose not to go in that route, which I think is very damaging in terms of like credibility of said outlets. So it's like, if you're not putting a subject matter expert on the forefront for this, then what's the point? Like, then it shows that you don't really respect those people or there's what they are good at. Right. And it's just like, yeah, like you said, contacting a subject matter expert that, you know, knows at least, you know, either the group itself or knows some of the culture and behind it. And like, you know, asking, is this appropriate enough to like include or not? And um, like, I think we... (sighs) I think we've all also been there in terms of like having a, like you want to have a catchy title. So you're going to clickbait just a little bit. And I think it, you know, it comes as writers across the board. We are just trying to find that thing that will get you to click onto the article. We are all like across the board. doesn't matter what kind of media you are. You're trying to have this thing that hits, but at the same time, it's just like, be mindful about how you're wording it too, because, you know, somebody may read a certain headline and click on it. And I'm like, this is actually not what I was expecting. You're saying one thing, but then it contradicts. And then well, yeah. it's just like, cause the headline has to be flashy. That's yeah. how, that's what they teach you in media. You need to pull people yeah. in. So it will be exaggerated, but a way to sort of negate that I think is on the audience side is that, yeah. Just because you see your favorite group in a headline doesn't mean that you click on it. Like, (laughs) I can guarantee, like, you can differentiate on whether or not something will be, like, quality content or not. And I'm not going to go in specifics on that because if you've been on the internet, you know when something is clickbaity. Yeah. So just because your favorite group is mentioned doesn't mean you have to click on it. Um, And, like, the practice happens because it gets results. So. It's the same as like terrible influencers getting attention. They get attention because you pay them attention. It doesn't matter if it's negative or positive. The way to make it stop is stop, like disengage. Yeah, yeah. So if you want less clickbaity things, don't click on the clickbait. (laughs) That's kind of how it goes. Yeah, and just be mindful of what you're clicking on because, you know, underneath it all, not to say that it's going to be terrible, but underneath it all, you just don't know what you're going to expect, you know? Not to say that people are going to put up, like, are there people enough to just, like, put out something that is just, like, not so great? Yes. Yes. But, you know, just be, have an open mind to that. It might not be what you're thinking it's going to be. And it may take a different route. They might do something more in-depth. This may be something just more surface level. You just really don't know. So be careful with what, you know, the content that you're consuming. Again, not trying to paint it in a negative way. Just just be mindful of it because it just, it's one thing to read a, the headline, but once you go in, it's, it's totally different. Yeah. Clicks equal money. And that's why clickbait is a thing. So every time you click on a link, they make money. So that's how this whole culture started. Yep. <laughs> Thank you, BuzzFeed. <sighs>
<laughs> Should we move on to the the top of what I have then? Yes, you go next. Okay. Uh, the one that I have first on mine is we are all well bought beyond calling current or just debuting groups part of the fourth generation. Yeah, yeah. yeah I. But the thing about generations, like they don't solidify until after. Like it takes years for the generational lines to solidify. Right. So. Right. People using fourth gen are just doing that because that's what they know. There's not like, yeah. there's not a concrete start or stop point in general yeah, at all. That's true. Even by years, if you ask me, I don't think they're like, okay, cutoff is 2013 for gen two or like right, uh, right. 2017 for gen three. No, it's kind of fluid. So yeah, I mean, gen four, I guess, kind of started 2018, 2017. It's like there's not even like a clear starting point for that generation. Right. Like what what it what defines fourth generation? I I can see why though, just because there's so many groups coming out at this point that it's just like it seems like they're fourth fourth gen two. What? I feel like Yeah. You know, like if there are groups some- coming out that are like I idolize ATs, are they, are they still in the same generation? Right. So it's just, it it gets confusing. So I can see where they're coming from in this sense of like, what is this? (laughs) There's too many in the pool now that it's just like, how, how do I categorize? Cause yeah, I can see it. Um, so I guess it's just like, you know, excuse me, we all have, um, defining moments of what makes, gen one and gen two right but how do you differentiate between gen three and gen four and what is supposedly now the fifth generation or if we're even climbing into fourth generation um what would be like that moment and I guess if I had to put one I think you know the the era of you know now these no because we've always had dance challenges but bringing it on to tiktok and instagram you know now it's like now it's a must that once you release something you have to have this whole dance challenge thing i'm doing pop because that's the one that (laughs) i see often right now um it's more curated now that you have to come in because like with pop you know we see it often and then um it's kind of now like there's a focus instead of just computer consumption, it's mobile consumption at this point. And I want to say like, if we had to define something even more now, and because of the pandemic, we're more on our phones. So I, I want to say if we, if we really want to define that, maybe I'm just throwing it out there, whoever, maybe it's this age of just social media consumption through your phone and like looking at it literally like this yeah and like every group has to have a social media presence for third gen that was not the case no like like bts was like one of the first third gen groups to like really go big on twitter right right and even then like now we have like our we could even talk about the era of things like weavers and bubble having that connection in terms of an easier accessible fan cafe or stuff like that 
you know, now like you can easily, you know, find some way to interact with your favorite group. So if we wanted to find it like that for this new generation of, you know, groups that are coming out or like um, just debuting that have this already incorporated into their plan as they debut, rather than these older groups, oh shit, now we have to keep up with the times, you know, it could be that. My opinion. So eh, I can see. I can see it. It's just finding a definition between, you know, what are these generations? Maybe the best thing to do is just not mention generations. I like, know. you know, how it used Maybe. to be. It's just like, just roll with the punches and we'll figure it out later, man. Yeah. You yeah. don't have to say like new fourth gen group, like just say new group. Like you don't yeah, have to or, categorize it. Uh, and you know what? It, it'll it'll minimize minimize the whole topic of oh, they're the number one fourth gen group, whether it's a boy group or a girl group. You, it minimizes the fan wars. Let it go. Yeah, d- d- doesn't matter. Does not matter. Let it go, my guy. Just let it's them not- do what they got to do. Okay, not that important. support them. <laughs> this one, uh, I do have a lot to say about actually. <laughs> K-pop stands use Twitter as a way to live their tough guy fantasy, i.e. doxing, canceling, etc. I'm trying to find this on the list. Keep going. <laughs> um, correct. That is true. Um, but I do think it's also important to keep in mind that a lot of people on social media or like a good chunk of K-pop fans too are younger. So they do not have the proper brain development around this kind of stuff and that's why fan wars get so intense because they are so focused on it that like they don't they go to extreme lengths which I think is part of the problem not to say that like young people are stupid it's just like everything is a catastrophe when you're like a teenager right yeah basically everything we've gone through out hey teenage angst we've gone through it we've done it we've done it in different ways compared to this but if like K-pop is your shtick right now, you know, and you're all about that. Yeah, <laughs> I can see it. Yeah. And even like, you know, I just had a birthday, even compared to when I was like 25, I feel like way more wise in general, <laughs> like, especially when it comes to like, honestly, K-pop's not that deep. It's not. Um, there are things way worse going on in the world than fan wars and even in your own personal life in general mm-hmm. there you will encounter things that are more intense and that have more meaning than just somebody saying like hey i don't like 80s fuck you okay <laughs> like yeah. i don't got you know the emotional capacity for that and i i do get concerned also that like at least when we were younger being a k-pop fan was marginalized a lot so you would get you get bullied in general by like normal people. And I say that in quotes because no one's normal. Um, but We're all a little bit weird. Yeah, <laughs> everyone is. But some people, I feel like if they are getting picked on uh, or bullied in another capacity, instead of coping with it healthily, will take that aggression online and attack other people to sort of relieve the stress of it. And that's something I've seen, you know, growing up at someone who was bullied and then seeing what happened to the people that bully me. I was like, oh, it's because they had a shitty life. <laughs> like that's why yeah. they take it out on other people. So it is, it is a way to, because you're anonymous that you can get away with a lot more than if you said it to someone's face. Because if you told someone 
if you were using slurs at someone's face, right? Because that's in general what happens. Or Mm -hmm. if like you threaten to dox someone or you threaten to do any of that in person, you will probably get punched, which will prevent you from doing the thing because you will get like physical punishment for doing something bad. But on the internet, you can get away scot-free with doing this stuff and no one can stop you. And it really just kind of shows the worst of humanity because people will do things terrible when they can get away with it if they don't have like the proper moral compass to stop them. Right. Right. And I think also like, God, bringing it up again, sorry. Like um, this age of social media, we like, you know, the, the little, you know, cold war, the big sick, you know, being locked down for two years, almost really heightened you know, everybody was just online. Does and it, it and make also it like, okay? It, because it was such a big deal and like it destroyed like social environments and people were just mad because terrible things are happening. They just take it out on everyone else. That's why we also yeah. see the rise of like Karens and shit yeah. is that people are not coping with their own, like, I don't know if trauma is the right, right word, but like their own situations yeah their own like negative situations by taking it out on other people and like it's universal so that makes it 10 times worse yeah and then like you know it 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 is a we are in an era where you know we live online and um you know this is what like you know sometimes it's hard even whether you are a young kid or an emerging adult or you know just an adult who who hasn't had that much social experience on the outside you know your comfort is well I'm online no one knows what's going on in my life you can basically put up a persona of some sort and you know I think it's something that you know across the board you know there are people out there that have that but it doesn't make it okay for you to go out there and just because you are having a bad day doesn't mean that you are supposed to do this types of stuff it still doesn't make it okay to dox people to dox you know people who are who don't have the same opinion as you if they you if they don't align to what you think all you need to do is walk away yeah walk away the mute or block button is right there. You, you, the cool thing about social media is now you can curate it to what you like. You are in control of what you consume. We're not, you know, like just tailor it for yourself because that's how you are just in your own circle and protecting yourself. It doesn't have to go to the lengths of you, especially especially I will say this out loud especially you going out of your way to dox and cancel and call these people especially black fans and fans of color it is not okay it is absolutely not okay and especially women as well listen we all have an opinion I get it I understand again curate it for yourself you don't need to put these people who are just putting out their opinion out into the world you know but like also just because you think a person is bad or wrong does not justify wrong actions right 
you're still doing something terrible, whether or not this person is objectively terrible. You can't, you're not God. You're not allowed to decide that. (laughs) So just because you think they're wrong, you think they're bad does not justify bringing terrible things onto someone. And you definitely learn that as you get older, Mm -hmm. let it go. It is not worth it. You need to leave people alone. Like we are in this vicious cycle of just hate and terrible things all the time because people feel justified in delivering like what their sense of justice here. They're like, this person's wrong. So I'm going to fix. No, you don't get to decide that. Like if you see something that is so terrible, border, like not even borderline, if it's racist, if it's going to actually harm a person and their safety, call that shit out call it out if you see you know we live in a society where things right now it's not safe for people in general right now but if you see something alarming like it causes self-harm or it's going to bring harm to a person or it's racist or it's very inappropriate in terms of like you know like you could go to jail for this type of shit call that shit out report it do that Get the do proper that. authorities involved. Yes. No do vigilante that. justice. No. Do, the, do it the right way. No, D- do that. But if it's just, you know, difference of opinion, difference of belief, again, block, ignore, curate your shit to yourself, please. Because, you know, we don't got time for this. <laughs> we don't got time for this we we have other things going on and it just makes no sense just leave them alone leave them alone like they deserve their peace and so do you peace of mind and you know I don't really like this saying sometimes but you know it's true what comes around goes around and also karma's a bitch you know don't put out that energy into the world because somehow one way or another, it may come back to you. Not may, it will. <laughs> I guarantee you. <laughs> so, Don't do bad like, shit. It's not worth it. Like as not. an old person, I say that now because I'm like almost 30. Just like- And we're not even that old. <laughs> I know. I just feel so old these days, but like, yeah, it's just not worth it, dude. Like being alive is hard enough. Do not make it worse for someone else or yourself. Let that yeah. shit go. Go fucking go go outside and breathe fresh air. That helps every time. Just fucking... Touch some grass, please. <laughs> Touch some grass, really. So, because sometimes all oh, that's all we need. Even if you're not socializing with people, go outside. Go outside. Do an activity. You know, whether it's walking or you know what, I'm gonna go to the mall today. I'm gonna go to the, my store. I'm gonna either pick up some Pokemon cards or pick up a book or you know buy my favorite food. Whatever you got outside you got outside stay out there for at least 30 minutes you need sun anyway we all need morning sun is the best sun by the way sun sun is we are in fact plants and the reason people get so depressed in the winter is because there's not enough sun so go go get sun yes just don't forget your spfs (laughs) um i think we can go into the next one on my end it says no minors should debut. They should be at least 18 or 19 to debut in a group with max two, three years of pre-debut training. 
Kids should be kids in school, hanging out with friends, being with family, etc. Their face, bot, our body, and our bodies should not be plastered publicly to the world, and they should not be exposed to the creeps, long working hours, unrealistic expectations, etc. In the industry, my God, I agree. Yes, indeed, I, I also do. <laughs> Again, because of our age, um, because when you're, I don't know, when you're 18, you're probably like, oh, whatever, it's fine. But it's really, it's really not. Um, You're still a growing adult or a growing person. And like the internet has exposed how absolutely creepy so many people are. Like, like, I don't think people should put their children on social media at this point ever. Mm -mm. Like I'm, I'm going to have a nephew soon. I swear to God. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, he better not have any like social media presence whatsoever. I will totally or like, or like it's fine to keep it with your inner circle of like family friends, you know, on a private level. But you know, much respect to the content creators that put like family content out there. Much respect and do it not abusively. Abuse, you know, you know what I mean. Abusively, not a word. What is English? Um, you know, who don't abuse, you know, for whatever there are actual family content creators out there who are genuinely wholesome and very like you know day-to-day sure but like I just it it also like when I think about these k-pop idols I mean I understand if you want to start training at a young age fine but like this person anonymous like whoever this person said they should be at least 18 19 you know or they should just be like I think back then you started like were you were around also to see like the rise of like K-pop auditions auditions coming to America, right? And most of the time they had an age limit of like, but well, at least back then you had to be at least you know seventeen to even audition. But now it's getting younger and younger, and I'm just like they're putting some of these idols in some of the smallest pieces of clothing and I'm like hello I know and like it it makes me think too because when BTS debuted Jungkook was 15 yeah and like if you watch the behind the scenes he like solidly a child like he's a literal baby and I'm like why is this kid working an adult job yeah like they don't have like like us an eight to five or a nine to five job and they're not built for that like (laughs) when you're young like even if you think about it because I thought like school was the longest thing ever when I was in high school seven to two oh god that is nothing Yeah. yeah and like now as an adult you work up to doing like a nine to five but when you're a teenager like you're supposed to be growing. You're supposed to be learning. They throw these kids into adult situations and they're going to have no idea how to handle it. There's going to be creepy men following these girls around. Like, I know they have security, but can you imagine being 15 and like a 35 year old balding man is like screaming at you, trying to get your attention. Like, how do you cope with that mentally? Right. Your brain, like literally your brain is developing still. Uh, I believe it's, for men, their brains aren't fully developed to like 25. And for women, it's like at 22 or 23, like where your brain's like fully developed. And so it's just like, 
these kids are like and imagine also just being a kid who's like 15 years old 16 years old and getting all of these cameras shoved in your face it's already one thing that you're at like a recording studio or like a music show and there's already tons of cameras there but when they go out of go out of these buildings and there's all this press and fan sites and just you hear all of these clicking and sure like this is what you're signing up for but you don't have to necessarily experience it as a kid either yeah I agree I I think and pushing the limit because like I feel like a few years ago didn't JYP debut like a Japanese group that had like 12 year olds or said they were going to it was like 12 or 13 year olds and it may not be JYP so uh, there there is a company that did it and I mean like I get like recruitment coming in at like you know at an earlier age of like they're looking for 14 to 15 year olds, but again, place, placing them, they need to train it. Like while it's cool that they're, you know, they're really good visual, think they would fit in this group, blah, 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 sure. But they need to really prepare to be in this industry. And I feel like there should even be like they, I don't know how much they prepare these idols behind the scenes for what a press release is going to look like what it what if you know you run into a fan like there should just be these things in the industry like they should teach you as a trainee because the, they have such a big system in place well also if you think about it debuting younger and younger then sets the beauty standard younger and younger which gets really fucking creepy real fast because yeah. like i remember um when lay seraphim debuted there was a lot of controversy around how they were dressed because there is at least one minor in the group I know of. Um, yeah. But also like, I remember watching the music video and at one point, one of the girls is like bent over the car, right? She's like stretching back and her ribs are out. I was like, she looks malnourished. <laughs> like she's too skinny. And this yeah. is the type of skinny that teenagers are that you cannot achieve after a certain age. Yeah, essentially. So then that also promotes like eating disorders in older idols because they can't look like they did when they were what, like fucking 16. Right. You just can't. So not only does it make people value the youth look to the point that it's almost like kind of creepy, it develops a standard of beauty that's just unattainable for anyone after a certain age. So it's like, it's not. (laughs) And like, have to realize these kids have a high ass metabolism i wish i still had my high metabolism do you know how it would be cool to just eat whatever you want and you know i like, never had that so <laughs> uh, i was just like uh, i was just like miss my high metabolism of just like i'm always hungry you know like i could eat but um you know as we get older that changes your body is just physically changing and they're not gonna look it's not gonna I wish I look how I look like in like what 2017 but I can't I know realistically that's not gonna happen it it's just unattainable and you know you have to accept what your body turns into and a lot of these kids are still going through puberty and their bodies are just changing and so it's you know, what more when they actually start to have the body that they're supposed to. 
right? And now it, it creates a, a new level of, it's either one, okay, how can we use this to our advantage? Because now like, you know, certain places are now filled out or two, oh, they don't look like what they look like before. This might ruin us. Like, it, it's just these kids need to be kids. I fully agree. Like, just let them have their youth or at least let them finish school. Cause tech children, for God's sake. Yeah, like, let them finish school. Like, we understand if they, like, you know, they choose, you know, to not go to college after this, but can they just finish their primary education first? Yeah, like, fucking Jungkook never went to school. These idols really he, like dead ass would talk about how he was too busy to go to school. I was like, child, please just, just, just finish it. Yeah. Like just, just, just do, I don't care if you're bad at school. I was bad at school. That yeah. didn't like change anything. Yeah. Like, I mean, but like just finish school. Like they should at least just have a primary education finish. Like totally get it. If you don't want to go into higher education, totally fine. I am, I'm not judging, but you know, primary school is where you learn your fundamentals and your learning blocks. You know, are there things like it, it may be different in Korea of what they teach you compared to here in America. God, I wish that they taught us how to do our taxes in school, but like, um, you know, stuff like that. Like you just are building your foundation for yourself and, you know, at least you have some sort of knowledge. And so give them that, give them that. And maybe, you know, let's reevaluate, but no, stop debuting these kids. They're too young. They need to know what life is just a little bit more better and make adult conscious decisions. Correct. And I don't care if you're 17 and think you're an adult, you are not. So don't. I'm just like, even at not- 18, you don't know enough. Like If you ask me, you shouldn't be doing shit until you're like 21. And even yeah. then sometimes not. <laughs> yeah, true. Even then you're well, like thinking about it as like, when I was a 21 year old, I was still a bonehead. <laughs> I know I was so fucking stupid until I was, was 25. <laughs> I was dumb. I was just like, why did I do that? Like, sure. Like, you know, young age, let's do it. Sure. And then now in our age, I'm like, I don't know if I could do that. My body can't. <laughs> anyways getting into a long tangent (laughs) okay I will go to the next one I think this will be a little bit of a shorter one okay um just in general because it's not um polarizing I don't Mm -hmm. think as like as a question or like as a statement Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. uh light sticks aren't mandatory for a k-pop concert many end up bringing a different group light stick to the show and in my opinion if you don't have a light stick for that specific group you're seeing just go empty-handed and have a good time I know everyone wants to show their support in the most obvious way possible, but it really shouldn't cause as much pressure as it does. Is this a new thing? Yes. Okay. This is fairly new because um because I've, I've never felt it. pressured to take a fucking light stick anywhere. Like <laughs> and yes. I remember like in the early days in like 2015, 2016, like most people didn't have one. It wasn't a big deal. Now it is. Is it? <laughs> Yeah, well, that's I, stupid. Okay, it's fucking stupid. More of okay. I think it's coming from a place of I would like to support, or at least okay. I'm going to talk about my experience. I come from a place of I would like to support said group of whichever. I want to hold something, be like, ah, you know, it is like, fun. It's fun. It's fun. 
it's fun but um so I come from I I should have a light stick when I'm going to this concert but I will say if you can't afford it it's not a big deal it really they're is expensive not a big as shit they're it really expensive. is not a big deal I will I kid you not I kid you not there are two light sticks that are my most expensive ones <laughs> okay one of them I may never even use but I bought it because she's my ultimate bias. I spent over a hundred bucks on an IU light stick. You're probably yeah. never going to use it. Oh, I'm that's probably, so sad. I'm probably never going to use it, but I wanted it because I've been wanting it for so long because I've been such a big fan. That's different, right? But did I also spend 80 bucks on a twice light stick right before the twice concert? Yes, I did. They also upped the price at yeah. the show for the yes. light sticks. Um, I know I bought an army bomb one time that was like 75 bucks because it was the day of the show. True, true. Because at Stray Kids, they were, that was the most recent concert I went to. They were selling it for 60, 65, I think. So they do up it. And I think it's that, and like, I kind of like want to also think it's because, you know, I don't know who exactly started the whole Bluetooth you know, light stick, you know, coordinating it to the audience. I think being part of that, you know, is, is what causes this. And I need to be a part of this, but I do, I have seen in other concerts, other people bringing other groups light sticks and it's just like wrong concert. (laughs) I get that you may not have different, you know, stuff, but I'm just like, like, it's not that deep. Why are yeah. people, this is one of the things like, why are you making it that deep? If you judge someone for not having a light stick at a concert, you suck. You, you just, just, you suck. Yeah. So <laughs> like, stop doing that. Don't suck. Like, it's just, it's not that deep. Like not everyone can afford it. They're really mm-hmm. expensive. And like all these groups are coming. There's so many different groups. You're going to have a light stick for everyone. The only time you use it is at the show. And then it sits in your closet and gathers dust. Like it's not okay we're all well technically we're me and roxy are guilty of letting it sit (laughs) getting get it dust but if you can't afford it you know there's a cheaper option glow sticks oh yeah that would make it fun that would make it get some glow sticks bro yeah like okay it, it might be a little bit hard to find it in the actual color of fandom or you know as easy as flipping your phone turning on your flashlight that's something that you can go like you know stuff like that but for the most part like don't shame others for not having a light yeah whoever started that is the worst you're a bully whoever made this like a thing you're bullies bro you're not better than someone just because you have a fucking light stick oh I get mad about this (laughs) yeah (laughs) yeah I, I mean like part of it is like if that's the old like it is kind of weird to see a different groups at a different groups concert but also I have to think of like maybe this might be the only piece of merch that they have you know it's not like are there some people who might be malicious enough let me start something in this crowd sure there unfortunately there might be somebody who's like that but at the same time you know if it's somebody's first ever k-pop concert and like they have another group slide stick okay just all you need to do look the other way just let attention. people live, bro. Yeah. That's it. Just let people live their life and stop making it like stop making it your business. 
I agree. Fuck, fuck this light stick. I don't even want to take mine to the next concert because these people are pissing me off. I'm gonna go there with that one. <laughs> I'm just like, I'm just gonna buy glow sticks. That's it. Yeah. You, know, you know what? You might get noticed more. You know, you bring up like, imagine you're going to like, uh, what's it called? An NCT concert. It's bright green, right? But you get you, you purple glow stick, bro. Exactly. You, you know, they might be able to find you better that way. You stick out in the crowd that way. And it's cheap. You could go to the dollar store, like Walmart, Target. They're like a couple of dollars. It's more better than spending 60 fucking dollars sometimes. On a thing that you use once a year, maybe. Right. If you're lucky. I mean, I don't think they're necessarily good for the environment, but like literally like after you crack them, once they fade out, all you need to do is throw it away. That's all you need to do. Dude, there was a time we didn't have light sticks to use. So we had like the the glow stick, like bracelets or the necklaces. Yep. Man, can we bring that back? Dude, let's do it for the next concert. Let's get some glow stick shit. We'd hand them out. Here, (laughs) don't have a light stick. Especially, or like, um, I'll use Stray Kids as an example. Their color, their main theme color for this tour, for the Maniac Tour, is green. You can easily find green glow sticks. I'm gonna get, I'm gonna get me like a giant pack of glow sticks and go in line and be like, all right, who don't have a light stick? Here. Yeah. <laughs> Just like, man, I'm gonna hand them out. Catch like, me a Prudential spend- Center. Right. I'm just like, Roxy, did you do it? <laughs> Yeah, like there's cheaper, affordable options that you can use. People have gotten very creative as well by not bringing a light stick. You know, there's light boards, you know, you can buy that. I did for the Wings concert and they confiscated them. So it depends on the venue. But I did. I had like a Min Yoongi board and he was like, no. I was like, fuck you. (laughs) Spent so much time on this. Right. And so like there's, there's just different ways to like you know, bring something or, um, you, you've seen those tubes that it's like the styrofoam, right. And it's like a stick and you can wave them and they come with multiple colors. KCON used to do them. I don't recall off the top of my head. It's like a light stick ish and, you know, bring that, bring that. I'm pretty sure that is way much more affordable. You maybe at most 15, $20, you know, bring that it's a long tube. And you can adjust the colors, it, you know, you're going to get your standard um, RGB, you know, with it. And, you know, you get to have fun. You get to just don't whack people in the because it's huge. Had that happen at KCON <laughs> where somebody was like, wow. And I'm just like, hey, hold up. <laughs> you're fine, but you're hitting people behind you. Just don't whack people or don't send it flying either. Okay. This one, I think, huh? This one, the next one is a little bit, it's a bit of a deep topic. It says, K-pop is way too public of an industry. It feels like there is no such thing as privacy and no one respects it. If an idol gets backlash, even for something innocent wasn't their fault, they should not be made to apologize and appease the public. And there should be, there should be stricter boundaries in place for protection. Yeah. Agree. Agree. <laughs> Hard agree. Hard agree. It's like you see the notes app apologies for like Western celebrities is always because they were like sending nudes to a minor. And then like the K pop ones are like, sorry, I touched a girl once. <laughs> like, 
who was that? It was a 17 member. There was like a video of him like playing around with a staff member and he like picked her up and everybody was so mad. I was like, come on, he's having fun. Leave him alone. He's allowed to like touch women. <laughs> Respectfully, of course. Yeah, she was having a great time. I was yeah. like, you go. As everybody long as there's consent fun. involved. Okay. If and it wasn't consent- even like, it wasn't even sexual. They were just like teasing each other. Playing around. What? Like, if you're not going to be hanging around your your members you're just going to be hanging out with the staff so you build a report that way you know but like my point is it shouldn't be the same thing there are youtubers getting canceled for like being attracted to minors and then there's it was either like mingy or one i don't remember it was one of them just having fun with a girl and they're just not allowed to do that because they're idols i'm like shut up shut up i just (laughs) shut your mouth I miss seeing back then, oh God, bringing back, bringing it back to old K-pop days. But like, remember when groups used to interact with each other and it doesn't cause a problem? Groups of the opposite sex, I should say, interact with each other and it's not a problem. If anything, like, I kind of sort of miss shipping culture in terms of like, ooh, you know, remember when 2PM and Girls' Generation were like, a thing you know when that unit happened and everybody's like so who's actually attracted to each other and who like who's for real and who's just playing along right I kind of miss that because it's just like god they're like like I was just like since when did cooties be a thing again I know since when (laughs) is like every man and every woman attracted to each other like they could simply just be friends yes we don't Harry met Sally this shit. We have platonic friendships all up in here. So everybody just like, just because somebody is having fun with someone of the opposite gender doesn't mean they're dating. Yeah. Like, doesn't mean it's not okay. Just because it's not going to be you doesn't mean you have to get mad. Right. Or it's just like, in general, like, following them or following these idols to these private places or like even weddings weddings not whether it's their relative or a staff members like somebody who's part of their staff getting married and following them to these events that are supposed to be private it's one thing if you're actually attending the wedding as like you know somebody and then you leak it that's different but like if you're just like skulking around in these places that are just like oh I know that they're gonna be here or even just the whole culture of um flight information knowing that don't get me started oh my god you know when I learned how terrible that was oh I wanted to die like it it's just where is their privacy even following to to the lengths of getting the same flight just to be in the same proximity of these idols it's It's so so creepy like Leave them alone. You're not going to have a YN moment, I promise you, in an airport. Have you ever been to an airport? You're just tired. Like <laughs> It's tiring. You get yelled at. And you're not you're meeting like, the love of your life in an airport. They're not going to fall in love with you just because they see you. Like, like everybody <laughs> is annoyed with the airport process, okay? We don't like going through customs. We don't like having to go through the baggage check. It's necessary. And All you look steps. like shit the whole time. because Exactly! It's just, it's like-, <laughs> like, you, like like once like they walk through the airport doors yeah airport fashion is a thing but they change literally right after they're like i'm getting out of these clothes 
I like want to be as comfortable as possible on this flight because guess what? I'm just going to be sitting there. I can't eat some flights. If you have business or first class, yes, you get to lay there. But like for the most part, you're just sitting there and it's uncomfortable. It's so uncomfortable. And like, but yeah, like stop. Yeah. Give, Give them their time to just, you know, either spend with their family or friends. You don't need to follow them to the restaurant. I like, you know, it's another thing where like, oh, this idol went to this cafe or whatever. I'm going to go there now. It doesn't mean that they're going to return to it. The ch- right. Like they're busy too. They're not going to go to the same place over and over again. And if you see them at roaming around, be respectful. Yeah. I mean, it just all goes back to agreeing that it is too public of an industry. They yeah. push the idol idea too hard that it makes people like actually delusional. And I think that has gotten even more prominent over the years. Oh, especially going back to like how we talked about, like, you know, there's easier access. You can talk to them. Right. Through Live or Weverse or Bubble or, or what's the other one? Uner- is it? Universe? It is Universe, I think. Yeah. 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 So it's just like the lines get blurred. And if people don't have enough, I don't know what the right word is for that. You don't discern enough that this is fan service and you are not special (laughs) like I know that's a harsh way to put it but you're not you're a fan you're not special you're just somebody that buys your shit it causes this delusional thinking that like oh maybe I can like meet them and they'll fall in love with me and that's not like your immediate thought but your only thought is to like go find them and it's like it doesn't work that way because you don't actually know who this person is you don't know this idol they put on fronts and a lot of times they are bad people (laughs) you just don't know it so it definitely should there should be more privacy and these companies should do more to make things more private and also like um you know we already hear like it's one thing to get malicious comments you know and these companies are like fighting for this and you know they're they're like hey anybody who does this malicious content we're coming after you and while that is good it should just like also like come on come on need to protect them more because you know rumors still will fly around you need to also like there should also be this whole idea of okay this thing is happening the idea of protecting your mental health of your idol of the person who is working for your company is so much more important too because this is traumatizing you have to teach them how to handle you know being in the public eye in this realm and so it's just like being fucking mobbed at the airport i saw i saw a video that like everybody was like i feel bad for being like hell yeah but like this girl got too close to yosang of ATs and his security guy just like fucking decked her he like clotheslined her and she just like <laughs> fell over and I was like, well, I was like, uh, you do something stupid, you get stupid results. So this is the consequence of your own action. You get fucking clotheslined by a giant man. Like, this is your fault. Like, I don't feel bad for you. Right. So if you do stupid things, stupid actions, stupid consequences. Mm-hmm. Or just like you, you're not only putting yourself in danger, you, you're putting so many other people. Like recently, was it in when Stray Kids was going from Korea to America to embark on their U.S. portion of the tour, Jisung fell. Yeah, he got injured, right? 
Yeah, he like because there's so much pushing, he fell on his arm. And you can just see he's like cradling it like this. And I'm just like, isn't that a time where like as soon as like not saying like it should happen, like it should have happened because it shouldn't have, but like if you see that happen, shouldn't the C part, you know, just like more space, more space. If anything, because he got hurt, it just yeah, because they only that. care about themselves. They don't they don't care about him as a person, they care about him as the idol and getting right. close to him. I will just say Chan was so pissed. You could see it even though he had a mask. I hope he so would fight pissed. someone. These idols need to be get more fight. Like I know Yuta from NCT, like whenever there's like uh, uh, a Sasang, he oh my god, he's savage as fuck. We need more of this energy. <laughs> Where who who was it? Is it Toby Maguire from like get the fuck out of my way to the car? You know, when when Spider-Man was out back then just like leave me alone kind of need more of that energy 100 percent. like like if the company is not going to protect them i want the idols to break their like image and tell people to shut the fuck up get the fuck out of my way (laughs) please because like uh, who else does that shuga does that i think g-men also does when they start getting mobbed they're like fucking move like (laughs) do not near me (laughs) no absolutely like no we're not doing this today absolutely not Ugh. Anyways, yes, just leave them alone. Leave them alone, please, please. Give them their privacy. They deserve it. Just like how you, you want to be private with your things and you human don't want to Human decency. Put... It's yes. human decency to give someone privacy. Yeah. Okay, let's go to the next one. So okay. second slash third gen groups, even if they are inactive or disbanded, still deserve recognition for their impact. I think with a constant influx of new groups that are hitting milestones way faster than it happened in the past, Older groups that don't exist anymore just get overlooked, even though their contributions to the culture and atmosphere are huge. One of my favorite groups, FX, had some of the best visuals and experimental sound, but didn't really get credit for that or get involved in the conversation, in my opinion. So I would love to see that trend change. Give them their flowers. I agree. Give them their their flowers. (laughs) Yes, yes. This, okay, I, I think it was satire, but I saw something like this on TikTok where it was like Blackpink's MV has like 1 billion views and Michael Jackson's only has 27 like legendary queens. And the person was like, Michael Jackson was on MTV in the eighties. Like the YouTube numbers don't matter. <laughs> it Okay. Rest in peace I was hoping it was satire. I was really yeah. hoping that was satire, but like, there are people that talk like that, that yeah. are like, oh, we got fucking what 100 million strings in a week we are the best like no (laughs) No. like okay rest in peace to michael jackson if he were still alive till this day out selling everybody still he do not disrespect michael jackson's music industry like contributions my guy even as a joke like (laughs) like he has done so many things for the music industry that janet jackson as well uh, and I'm just like, dude, you, you have no idea what they've done for, for the industry and how massive they are. I honestly, I feel like the newer K-pop groups fans don't understand that this infrastructure on YouTube is new. It has not been a thing. Mm-mm. And it also has no bearing on what is actually like a cultural impact and what is not because the only reason we are here today is because 
of the groups before them. So you can't be saying shit like stray kids is better than 2 p.m. because they've gotten so much further. Like, no, nah, bro. Like it's not they debuted at different years. It's not the same playing field. It's two yeah. different situations in how the media is. So streams don't matter. And honestly, <laughs> album sales don't either, in my opinion, because people mass buy shit now in a way that they didn't in previous generations. So just because like, for example, Stray Kids outsold an earlier 2 p.m. album doesn't mean that they have more impact on the K-pop industry. Each of them has their own impact in their own way, and it is not related to sales or the streams of songs or YouTube music videos. That's just not how it works. Mm -hmm. Like, and also just like thinking about it, it's just like, you do realize that the second and third gen groups, the kids now are literally like, these are their idols. They grew up with these people. Just like how like, um, in like second gen groups their idols are the idols who came before them like hot um finkel all of them they looked up to these particular you know original groups you know who came before them and they're like they've covered their songs and now here we are in this new generation or new era of kids who are covering songs that are coming from 2pm or girls generation or even even as early as twice now they're like these groups these long established groups are like influencing the new groups that are coming out here they're like isn't it wild to think like there are groups that are coming out right now for example that look up to 80s yes that is like that is just like whoa but an 80s hasn't been around that long either but it's it's what the impact that they have it's the impact that these groups have had over the years that makes, you know, this whole thing thrive. And they're like, I want to be like said group. And so you cannot compare the numbers necessarily. And also just different eras, different access to things. So you've it's watched like- globalization happen through K-pop right. generations, literally. Right. So if you came in in this newest generation, like you're a COVID fan, you have no idea what life was like before TikTok, before fucking VLive. I was there before VLive was a oh, thing. Oh, I know, right? Remember when they launched it? Yes, like, it I do. Like- Very clearly. I would like, I was watching VLives in my car on the way to like waiting for classes in college. Like that's right. how, when it came out and like it's the structure is completely different. So no, your fourth gen group is not doing better than earlier generations, not making more impact. It's not, they are capitalizing on the foundation that was presented before them. And that is how industries grow. So it does bother me when like people try to pretend like even first generation, like fucking G-O-D, H-O-T, BOA weren't the reason that everything happened. Right. Like, you would not have like fucking. Who's a good example? I don't want to say stray kids again because I use them already. No, so, like an example is idols in Korea transitioning into the Japanese market wouldn't have been possible without Boa. Let's be real. If Boa didn't go off into Japan to promote and do stuff um, solo at like 14, 15 years old in Japan, we wouldn't be where we are now. 
if Wonder Girls hadn't come to open for fucking Jonas Brothers, we would not have the tours we do now. Yeah. So, like, respect like, your elders, children. Because guess what? Your idols, those are their elders. And they have so much respect for them. There is the culture behind seniority in Korea. So, you know, I, I this whole this whole idea of, oh, second gen, third gen flops. Where? Have you seen their numbers back then? Dude, Where? BTS is a third gen. What the fuck are you talking about, flops? Like, and <laughs> it's just like, they, like, it's just like, how are they flops when you look at groups like Highlight who are returning and they still have a solid, you know, couple thousand people coming out to support them and they're still having fan meetings and they're still doing this. They're having concerts. So you can't say shit. Because they're still bringing people out to their shows. Honestly, I just think it's kids with inferiority complexes that say these things. Um, so ignore them because they're wrong. Like objectively, there's no, like this is not subjective. It's objectively wrong. Um, so if you are a K-pop fan, do your research on the previous generations and what they did to bring your fave here because it was them. It was not your fave alone. So that's what I have to say about that. So this submission is all entertainment companies need some kind of cultural accountability officer or office to make sure that idols and staff are kept in check with their production so that nothing deemed offensive makes it into photo shoots, clothing, hair, makeup, promotional ads, music videos, lyrics, etc. K-pop isn't just a local industry. Okay. In theory, good idea. In practice, that office would probably just be ignored. Not to, not to say like, because it's a bad idea, but just because the way that Korea is structured is very different from the West. Right. And their culture is very different. So even if they had somebody that was like, Hey, you probably shouldn't do this. They'd be like, well, whatever, it's fine. So like, even if they instilled that, I doubt that like the CEO would listen to it. Like, just to yeah. be honest, yeah. like they, they are still way behind progressively. They are way, way, way behind the West, yeah. which is why these things keep happening. And like, yeah. I don't know. I don't know if there's like a right answer to that. Me either. Like I, I definitely like I'm in the realm of yes, like be very mindful and respectful to, you know, whether you're, whether it's somebody's hair or pieces of clothing or even putting props into certain, um, you know, music videos or using certain sounds, like you should know, like something shouldn't just be a stock. You should like, like know what you're doing. Exactly. That's like a good general rule is to like have knowledge about what you're putting in something. Right. And they probably don't because for the longest time, Korea was like a closed culture. So they're still like, they're way behind figuring shit out being globalized. Yeah. So And so it, it's this one's a hard one because it's just like, yes, I, I do agree there should be some sort of accountability and some sort of way to just like, hey, this isn't okay. Let's check this. Let's review this before we even, you know, put it in something that we're going to be using for music video promotion, whatever. I do agree. It's just a... But just knowing how organizations work or how businesses work in yeah. general, like makes it difficult practically because 
many, many organizations don't run as they should. So, and it's all about the word at the top. So if the word at the top says, I don't care, then it'll get through. Yeah. Like, I, I would love for this to be more of a thing. I think we all do. It's just how do we make it more? How do we put practical? On? Yeah. How do like we put actually like do this? Act it like it how? Happen. Right. Because so, theory and practice, two very different things. Yeah. Yeah. So it's just like, I like, so here's our mission or here, here's the call to action of, okay, we want this to happen. We need to start, you know, it moves need to be made. Moves I think need to. It could work if like the higher ups are open to it. Yeah. So, like, if there is a company that thinks this is a good idea to implement it, it could work. But if it's something they feel they're forced to do, like just knowing old people at the top are very stubborn <laughs> about change, yeah. especially. So, it yeah. would be great. But I think we're a very, far from that being it's a reality yeah it's still a climb to have it happen like so I mean what we like all we can do right now is call them out call them out call the call the shit out as is create enough of a ruckus to be like hey this is not okay you know and keep telling them this this is not okay and that's kind of where we are in like the cycle growth of change essentially. So I know it's like, it gets tiring, but that's kind of the only way to change things. And so like, and also, okay, so we're going to put it out there too. It's just like, okay, tell us what you think should happen as you're listening to this. We would love to know what you think and how, how can we even make it something we can change within the industry? All right, let's move on to, here's the next one that I have. Um, I love consuming Korean content, but people tend to paint a false picture of what South Korea is really like, especially for non-Koreans. People tend to gloss over the microaggressions, homophobia, unrealistic beauty expectations, alcoholism, etc. This also, I feel like, stems back to um, younger people <laughs> also, because like the older you get, the more you realize that like every society sucks. Like every, there's something in every society that's terrible Mm -hmm. and it's awful. Mm -hmm. Uh, and it's like a grass is greener mentality. You're not going to fix your problems by moving to Korea. I promise. Like you're going to have the same problems that you have in the United States in Korea plus more because there are like a lot of, um, expat creators now that sort of expose what life is like in Korea. And even as like a white person, it's bad, but I'm sure it's like 10 times worse. (laughs) Yeah. For are, other POC. Yeah. So it's just, it, it's, it's hard. Cause it's like, we're only seeing what media puts out. Right. You know? Which is never going to be the truth. It's never, it's, it's never 100%. You know, you're only seeing a fraction of what it is. And so and I think it applies to if you like any other culture, like, you know, anime culture, like people like, oh, I want to move to Japan because there's all of these things from anime and blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, no, not like that. Like, if anything, like, yes, there is a presence of anime in Japan, but that does not mean that it's everywhere. You see a segment of a whole essentially. Yeah. So you see one piece of a like 1000 piece puzzle 
It's right. not the same thing. And that's it's true not. anywhere. That's why you should not idolize any location, not to be yeah. like nihilistic or anything, but every place has its problems. Every single one. America t- does too. Just saying. Us Americans. That's why I said every single one. <laughs> <laughs> so, There's problems everywhere. You're not going to escape. There's no utopia. Utopia does not exist. Dreamcatcher said it in Odd Eye. No more utopia. There's no utopia. So yeah, Korea is not going to fix your problems. And you it's might find some things that are even worse <laughs> than where you are now if you're a foreigner. So if you go, just be mindful of that. Yeah. It's like, true. Even in like the most touristy places, wherever you go, there are people who are things that are still bad. You know, there's like, there are things that target foreigners specifically, no matter what, where you go, if it's especially a touristy attraction, bad things are lurking in the shadows. Plus like Korea is so homogeneous that isn't like 98 of the population that lives there, Korean specifically, it's like something like 95 or 98. It's in that range. So that makes you an even like smaller portion of the population and stick out even more because if you're not Korean, like it's obvious <laughs> pretty yeah, much. Like you, you definitely stick out as a foreigner. Like you will stick out and, you know, like unfortunately like no country is um is safe from this there's a lot of racism that happens especially against foreigners um and also like remember you know your place you're in a country that is not your home country you should be respectful of that country's culture you are not above or better than anybody else you know just putting that out there you are not you are you need to humble yourself before you get to that new country because things are not like from your home country at all. You should be respectful. I feel like people like idolize living in a different place than they do now just because like being alive you, is hard enough. <laughs> like, And then also you see things on social media where like, oh, that destination looks cool. That like, you know, you when you do scroll, you're like, oh, like, you know, Oh, here's like a place you should visit when you come. While those are cool, you know, it's cool because you're just like, oh, I want to put that on my list. But, but that's only a small little thing. Yeah. Yeah. So I think anytime I, sometimes I get those like pop-up pages on Facebook that are like, oh my God, I want to live in Korea. You know, like the fucking K-drama, stupid fan pages or whatever. And I'm like, stop. (laughs) Oh, and do do some research on some of the places that you're going to. Yes. Do a lot of research, actually. Do a lot of research because, you know, while it looks, while it may be aesthetically cute, <sighs> there might be some things that are hidden amongst them that you're like, oof. That is uh, very true about Mexico as a person that has family in Mexico. <laughs> be careful. They like yeah. to put the best stuff up for- forward, essentially. So yeah. Tourism. That's how it works. <laughs> they will put whatever's marketable out there first. <laughs> exactly. And so will media. So uh, Korea is not a utopia. That's the point. So <laughs> no, no places. They have nice spots, but that doesn't mean that everything's perfect. No country is perfect. The next one is, ooh, 
Oh, okay. This is quite uh, an opinion. Full English song should not count as successful K-pop uh, as successful K-pop songs. Agree. Hard agree. Like I'm not even going to sugarcoat that. Hard agree. Because to me, it is specifically marketed to the Western like media space. Therefore, it's not like Korean music. <laughs> They're marketing it on purpose to get the English people, like English speaking people to latch onto it. So And then get into the whole K-pop string. Right. So to me, if a K-pop song is going viral, it should be in the original form in Korean. That's just what it should be. Though I do appreciate an English version here and there. It's like, oh, that's True. cool. Uh, take Me Home. ATs is Take Me Home. Fucking banger. Both in Korean and in English. Love that song. But in general. I actually like, really like ITZY's English songs. I'm just like, hey, wait. These are bangers in English, too. Like, hold on. Like, I could get with behind this. And, like, yeah, it's it's because they're attempting to still break it into the Western media. And so... It's like I mean, K-pop, but it's not because it's not. Yeah. And it's from a like, K-pop group. <laughs> yeah, but it's not in their native language. So yeah. it should be in their native language, in my opinion. I, I think we should definitely take out it's a successful song. Just let's just not say it's a successful K-pop song. It's right. just a successful song or an English song, or even uh if they decide to do it in a different language, like Hey, shout out to God Seven for doing it in um, Spanish, by the way, for one of their songs. That was, was the Lullaby? best. Yes. Yes. When they put that out, I was so fucking excited. <laughs> like, that I'm was like, the first time I ever saw Spanish. I was like, yes. Yes. <laughs> right? Like, so it's just like, they're catering to their audiences. And I appreciate that, you know? So let it be successful songs of their original songs, but it's just not necessarily under the k-pop umbrella in this case because i can see somebody else saying well are they k-pop still that that brings up that debate of they are a k-pop group but the song is not k-pop because it is english yeah so that's that's another debate to have but yes the person that put this in i was like you're right and you should say it (laughs) because i know who put this one in but yeah um so it's just like, I agree that it shouldn't be called a successful K-pop song. It's just borderline, like, it's a successful release from the group. Yeah, just and take the, the the phrase K-pop the phrase. out. <laughs> just take that out. It, there's still a K-pop group that doesn't diminish who they are because they are originally K-pop. It's just not a K-pop song that you, like, it's a, K, it's a K-pop song translated into English essentially and is being marketed to catch or cap- catch people here in the west be like oh the song is in english i want to see more of this group now do they either it's either they have more english songs or i know that they're a k-pop group let me give k-pop a chance okay we're on to the last one let's try to do this one in like five minutes so we can have okay. like a clean cut okay uh, so this last one um, is very specific. This is very specific. <laughs> the statements are very specific. Um, don't shoot me for saying this. Uh, yes. Okay. Again, disclaimer. <laughs> we are the messengers. This is not our opinion. Okay. This is not our opinion. It is somebody else's and it's all anonymous. We don't know who sent this in. 
Nope. Okay. So <laughs> here we go. It's a list. GD and Top led the Idol Fire Art Collector movement. Tasha, who is Yun Mire, is the best female vocalist and rapper. CN Blue is better than Day Six in their primes. <laughs> Bang Chen looks nothing like Wanho. <laughs> Huta's body is better than Wanho's. Yes, I agree with that. Sorry, I do. Um, GD is the king of K-pop. And then in uh, in parentheses, no. it says, I'm dead if it's not anonymous. It's okay, it's anonymous. You're not dead. It is. You, you, you're fine. You're I'll fine. take the fall, apparently, because I'm sure somebody could cut me saying those things and be like, this is your opinion, but it's fine. Whatever. Uh, Huta... It's- Huta's body is better than anything I've ever seen. So I'm just going to, I'm just going to say that as facts. For those who don't know who Huta is, it is the alternate ego of B2B's Minhyuk, by the way. And I'm in love with him. He just just decided to like, hello, I'm here again. And I'm just like, oh, he took us all by surprise. Like, oh, he is, we knew, but God, we needed this reminder. Honestly, I think his titties are bigger than mine. Like, (laughs) Am I wrong now? Listen. (laughs) (laughs) I was not expecting you to say that. I'm so shocked. This is the one time where Roxy can get me to be this way. Usually I always manage, the one-liners are always from me. And I managed to leave Roxy's speeches, but now I'm turning red. So I'm just like, listen, hold on. You caught me off guard by saying that. I'm so glad that I was able to do that. I'm just thinking about, I'm thinking about the music video. Okay. If you haven't seen the boom music video, go look at it. I think he has bigger titties than a lot of us do. Him and Monho. That's true. But I don't, I don't know how to explain it. Big titty committee as big Matthew says. True. He said it. He tr- he inducts, true. He inducts them. But on the topic of his body being better than Wanho's, I don't know how to explain it, but there's just something about the way that he is, like aesthetically, that makes it's, him- It's to somebody's preference though. It is a preference, technically, it's yes. A preference. So there's no right or wrong answer here. I just think it's facts. So it's also my preference. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Personally. I like, you know what? Hey, I'm just going to say both of them look so good. Hey, keep doing you. Don't let anybody say- that you're either too big or you're too bulky or whatever. Keep doing you. You know why? Because that makes you happy. True. <laughs> you know, Facts. That's your body. <laughs> Question. Um, were people saying Bang Chen looks like Monho? Who said that? This uh, is the first time I'm hearing that. This. Yeah, same. Because they so, don't look anything alike. So They don't. I, I mean, Chan in his own right, it, he's very like broad shoulder, like yeah. big arms. Um, I mean, like, but who's saying that who's saying who's comparing them like that i guess people online are i don't know i don't know i Um, haven't seen that one like Um, it's just like they all look great can't you just bask in that yeah we don't need to compare no no need for comparison because they all look good in my um gd as the king of k-pop i think is an opinion that a lot of people hold that Mm -hmm. don't speak it these days but I think that's a pretty common one. I like, I'm just like, whoever sent this in, they've been a fan for quite some time. Yeah, I know. I, I know it's yeah. somebody that's been yeah. here for a long time. They, they've been here for a long time. This is not a newer K-pop fan. I will say that. Um, we There's a lot of us among them. So we don't know who this is. 
And I was just like, I can tell whoever just submitted this. Definitely. They've been around for quite some time. Enough to know. Enough to know. Um, yeah, like there are definitely people who have that opinion. I like, see, I just don't like putting a title like that. Yeah, I, like I get that. Titles. Like it's, no one has to be the best. Mm-hmm. Like we're all in this shit together. <laughs> like it's just people making music. We don't need to have hierarchies in yeah. my opinion either. So right. that one is a pretty common one. Um, can't really comment on the CN Blue because I was not there for their heyday. So see, I was, and I'm just like, they're two different bands. The aesthetics are different. I feel like people compare bands a lot more because there's less yeah. in general. If anything, I would have understood, like, not to say, like, either way, Basic C and Blue, really good bands. But back then, the comparison was FT Island C and Blue because they came from the same label. <laughs> Literally. Actually, the same label? Before, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. I, I know they, they were, like, their heydays were at the same time. Yeah. No, I, no, wait, no, 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 no. Were they? I could be wrong. Quote, sorry, it's been so long. I forgot if FT Island moved either way it doesn't either way they were around the same time they were around the same time sea and blue came after ft island there were a lot of comparisons a lot of comparisons back then so it's hard because it's just like they debuted at different times too so i can't really say who's better or not because i think it also depends on the style of their music that like you know ft island pure ballad because of hunky mans can sing you know he can sing a lot of people out the door you know um but you know just like how i feel like how do i say this i feel like day six i feel a lot more emo <laughs> you know when it comes their songs to, are very emo like they when are. it comes to them whereas um, not to say that Day6 hasn't come out with like happy songs. I I just feel like see when it comes to CM Blue, they have happier releases. They were they were very big back in the day as well. Yeah. They had um a couple of them did like acting stuff, if I remember correctly. This is They're just st- they still are. They still are. They um, still are. It's just like a I, I like history, so I like reading up on shit. Mm-hmm. Um so it's just like basic stuff that I know. But yeah, yeah. so I mean. I and it's just like I I don't like putting these t- titles on them but like I will say respect to Yoon Mire because she is a pioneer she was that that is the important thing she was one of the big pioneers for for uh k-hip-hop yeah so I, I think her it's her credit <laughs> it's fair to like yeah give that label to have that opinion um that she's the best but if you don't agree you at least should you know respect that she was very important in the foundation of the genre itself yes she she's done a lot and she's still making moves till now people still recognize her she's getting invited to these parties you know hey she was just at j-hope party so dude j-hope had the most dope party are you kidding all the people that were like fucking jealous i'm not like i just want to be there like you know like let me in (laughs) in terms of all like big names are in there and you're just like that party must have been fun they look like they were having fun anyway they did jungkook was lit as fuck (laughs) 
had so much fun. They all did. They all did. Um, and for the comment about GD and Top leading the fine art collector movement, I kind of have to agree. Like, at least from when I was knowing about it and got into them, I know that they've always been into this. Were there are there other other idols doing that now? Because I feel like there's not. But I, I also- still feel yeah. Like the only other person who's like a big fine art or like artsy collector is RM. Uh okay. You know oh, you're right. Like, you're right. Yeah. Like that's the only person who's like into that kind of stuff. Like sure, like they're idols who. Um, collect Bear Bricks or Cause or Takashi Murakami sure but like on the level of what GD and Top have for their collections and what they've done like they they did like maybe it's because they're just older why is it as we get older we like these fine art things (laughs) you know like and also like from an interior perspective it's just like that looks cool wouldn't you want to keep like certain art pieces in your house the older you get right some people depending but so I like at least just from being a fan for so long I I agree because they were like one of the only people that I knew that was doing this are there other people now who are collecting yes yes but the only other name I can associate with doing fine art collections is RM yeah I mean it I it's not even on my radar to be honest yeah (laughs) like so can't say it's wrong or right yeah but yeah that that is the the hot takes the anonymous hot takes unpopular opinions again do not shoot the messengers we are these are all anonymous i have we have to keep reiterating this we are just reading out what was submitted anonymously we for the most part do not know who submitted this are we do know at least somebody put their name for one of them but we are not going to be revealing them yeah, I only all. know it because like I talked to her about it. That was the only one I know. I don't know yeah. anybody else. So. We don't know anybody else's in here. If anything, we don't even know. Roxy could have submitted something and I could have submitted something, but we don't know. But like, we just don't know who submitted this. Please be kind. Please be kind. But also let us know your thoughts. We'd love to know what you think about some of these takes that are happening. And we'd like to have a well-respected and a polite discussion please please if you are open to that if you want to talk to us about your opinions do leave a comment on the video under here Mm -hmm. um, and let us know and yeah that that's I mean a lot of them I think are are still just topics I think should be talked about in general like what people submitted today and after reading them, it's just like, I think these are conversations that need to happen and should be happening. And we should be thinking about these kinds of things. It's just not done enough. And like the fact that like, we know like, oh, people are going to get some heat. Like if somebody were to go online and post this online on social media, it would be a heyday. Yeah, it always is. And it shouldn't be. It shouldn't be like it really shouldn't be so again please do not shoot us messengers we are just reading this out and while we have certain opinions you know it's just an opinion and you know it doesn't make us bad people it doesn't make these people bad people at all just be kind to each other please for god's sakes please be kind uh cannot stress that enough anyways with that i think we're good to get out of here so we will see everybody in our next episode. This has been the Craze Cast. Join us next time.
listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.